The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. National Hockey League fake news. It's a lot of fake news. How about that? These players, Steven Stamkos, Shea Weber, and Mark Giordano. Do you know what these three all have in common? They're all the captains of their hockey clubs. If you believe that any one of those guys isn't going to be playing for their current team next year, you are an idiot. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, If you want opinions, you've come to the right place. (laughs) I don't understand. I just tried to type Grease on Twitter, and the autocorrect went to free lunch. Huh? <laughs> How about that? I feel like Twitter's trying to tell the Greeks that we need a free lunch at the Mad Greek. I guess. How about that? How about it's that? not that far out of the way on the way to Saskatoon. You're not that far out of the way. No, we're going on a road trip today. We're going to the Bridge City. We're going to go watch pro basketball tonight. The Guelph Nighthawks are in town from the Canadian Elite Basketball League taking on the Saskatchewan Rattlers. Come join us, would you? Come join us at Sastel Center. Get your tickets today. You can buy them right from the Rattlers uh, website. We have a live studio audience. I wish we could put the camera. Maybe you guys can. Oh, man. I don't know how these guys operate the remote cameras here, but we do have a live studio audience. We're getting back to normal here in this part of the world in terms of COVID. And uh, we're having fun. This is the second half kickoff, as we say, brought to you by... The Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. You can? Okay, we got it. We, here's our live studio. We got him. Right? You're on, Tristan. Wave, Tristan, you're on TV. Wave, Tristan, wave. There he is. And his sign says, Moose, can you read it? Yeah, What's it I says, say? I'm a huge fan of the Rod Peterson show. Now, unfortunately, we can't turn those lights on while we're on the air. Right. Otherwise, we'd light them up, but that's cool. We would light him up? Oh, yeah. Light him up, <laughs> light him up. I miss that song. Uh, so we're having fun. And the thing is, we're supposed to be talking about football today, and we will get around to that, trust me. But we have stumbled upon the most important poll question we've ever had for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. We are just going to completely, Clark, scrub the earlier poll question, okay? Which wasn't that fun. The earlier poll question was, are you still carrying a mask with you? I'm going to unpin that right now. Because who really cares? 70% saying yes. What's far more important is, what is the best Slurpee flavor? Coke, cream soda, Dr. Pepper, or other? And right now, 29% leading, 29% of people are wrong because they're saying Coca-Cola. Nothing against Coca-Cola, but it's Dr. Pepper all the way. And I, that is a hill that I'm prepared to die on. Yeah. But you're saying cream soda. Oh, yeah. So... You're thinking, and by the way, it's going to be 8 million degrees here this afternoon as we set sail towards the Bridge City for that pro basketball game. You guys put it on Facebook already? What are, oh, 100% say Coke, huh? Oh, it just went up, so now it's 50-50. Look at it going. Tristan, what is it? What's yours? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, he says. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Are you old enough to remember that commercial for Coke? Oh, yeah. You are? We used to do, so we used to do Coca-Cola commercials in broadcasting school. And we had to hold the bottle of Coke, have a right. Coke and a smile. We had to do those at WABC. It was, it was awesome. Everybody did it. But uh, 
They've had some really good ones over the years. Uh, from one of our fine sponsors, Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, Roxanne writes in. She says, Coke Slurpee topped with Orange Crush. The best. Cincinnati Bengals should sell that at their concession. Oh, brown and orange. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, from Mick Panko, lime is my go-to. Rod Monroe watching. That's producer Clark's dad. He says, do your American, do our American neighbors know what a Slurpee is? I think it's called a slush down there. It's frozen diabetes juice. What can I say? It's frozen pop. You have them? What do you call them down there? What do you, slushies probably, yeah. Yeah. Should we talk football? Should we talk football? It is a Flame Tech football Friday, don't you know? Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. And listen, we're kind of in the purgatory here of the football world. In that, Moose, CFL's got closed training camps. What are you going to talk about there? The NFL doesn't open training camp for another 10 days to two weeks. So the story that I read near the end of hour one is this. And it goes back to our initial poll question today. A person familiar with the vaccination rates has told the Associated Press in the U.S. of A. that four NFL teams remain under 50% vaccinated players less than two weeks from the start of training camp. Washington, Indianapolis, Arizona, and the Los Angeles Chargers had the four lowest COVID-19 vaccination rates in the league as of Thursday. Pittsburgh, Miami, Carolina, and Denver have the highest. They're at 85%. I think this is important to talk about right now in the absence of actual games. Because I was laying in bed the other day going, I just want to talk about games. You know. I do too. Thanks. (laughs) Live studio audience. It's kind of fun having them back too. I kind of like it. Normally, Normally I'd be telling you to shut up. But today I'm feeling it. Today I'm feeling it. It's good. So you would think if you, what's the average NFL salary? Somebody want to look it up? It used to be $2.5 million. I'm sure it's north of there now. The average NFL salary. It's like, guys, can you get a couple shots to make $2.5 million? Nope. Nope. It's my body. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Which, by the way, is right. That's, is that not the lowest salary? That might be the minimum. That's not the average. Clark's saying it's under a mil. That can't, I don't think that's right. Whatever. Would you get two vaccination shots to make $867,000 US? I got two shots and I don't make that. What the hell's their problem? Personal choice. I get it. Yeah. Man. Okay. We're good. They're, they're healthy. We're on one today. Personal choice. So I get it, but. You're also trying to set the example, too, right? So it's a tough spot for them to be in. Well, okay, Clark just looked it up. 2.7 to 3 million. So it's a little higher than what I last recall it being. Would you go get vaccinated for $2.7 million US? I did it for free. Um, and Jeff, the Stamps fan, says it seems COVID cases are on the rise in the US again. They canceled the Red Sox-Yankees game last night. Tonight's game for the U.S. men's basketball team in Vegas has been canceled because of COVID. (sighs) Don't look at me for the answers to this stuff. How many times have I said that? Because you got the CEBL rocking and rolling. Oh, yeah. Rolling, flying across this country. What are they doing right? And we can't get a crowd at Rogers Center. I'd rather talk about Slurpees. Well, and so would everybody else, I think, (laughs) based on the comments we've had today. They're into it. But, yeah, it's tough. Like, you know, I'm hoping the the more we can get back and keep playing games, we're going to stop talking about COVID because it'll be less and less of an issue. But, unfortunately, it still is an issue because the Jays can't get home to Rogers Center. We're still talking about how many fans will each CFL stadium be allowed to have. But the CEBL is rolling. I just, what are they doing right other than yeah. they got a, yeah, just a, a really good commissioner and a really good owner, single ownership. I don't really feel like going down that road today either. 
Um, okay. From some of our viewers, Michael Alley's watching in Los Angeles. He says, no, I just looked it up. The average NFL salary, $860,000. Yeah, but Carlos Legeno watching in Indianapolis, Indiana, says the backups and practice, practice squad guys are why that salary average is low. So if we can remove the black aces from that equation, I believe what Clark looked up was correct. 27 to three million dollars is the average NFL yeah, salary. Yeah, because the lowest, I think, the league minimum is like six or seven hundred grand. Yes, that's, that's league. So minimum. how could that be average? No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. So furthermore, by the way, it's coming up on eleven eleven. Um, when I had heard that the CFL had thirty percent vaccinated players, I had absolutely no problem believing that. Whatsoever, for a couple of reasons. A, we didn't have a slicker rollout process as America. And 20-somethings, young men in Canada, Canadians, pro football players, aren't at the front of the line to get shots. Right. Right? So that, and I'd heard that a while back. I don't know where we're at now. But when it comes to the NFL and Americans, 50%, less than 50% on four NFL teams are vaccinated. That just... It blows my mind. And I don't mind having the discussion here right now today. I don't mind because it's something that you people, the viewers, have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. <clears throat> Look at the clock. Like the National Hockey League, we were just there in Montreal. Those guys were all holed up in a hotel. And the NHL would prefer that you don't even know or think about it. And I think it's the same thing for the – I think it's the same for all the leagues. I think so, I don't, What's the – and that's a – and it's the fans. It's bait and switch, right? Don't look over here. Look here. That's where we're at. Yeah. And then a COVID outbreak happens, and, it's, and the fans are like, well, what happened? I thought, I, thought, I thought COVID was over. I know. I know. And the biggest thing in all of this, we know about the CFL, you know, and the tight restrictions that the players are under – um, the fans aren't, but you have to understand, keep them separated. And this is insensitive, but me as a fan, I can be replaced. There's another fan waiting to take my seat. Yep. There's not another Cody Fajardo. I mean, there is, but there's not. There's not another Andrew Harris. I'm listening. When you're talking about these stars. So you have to really put in the effort to make sure they're protected overprotected. So long after COVID's kind of out, we still got to protect them until we really are like a hundred percent confident. We're out of this for the fans. It's not quite the same. We can let you go take a certain amount of risk because you're comfortable taking risk. I'm comfortable taking risk. You go ahead. But with the players, we can't take any risk because the value and the, the, they're the, they're the key to the whole operation. So that's kind of where I sit on that. Well, You and I had that wonderful discussion in Montreal, and actually I think we faced off on it on the show as to why the teams have to be subject to all these. And you just explained why, but... So Chris Bird watching in Toronto says, how many fans are in the stands for CEBL games? Well, we're about to find out. I guess the other night, the Rattlers, who were going to watch, they were home Monday night, and there was 1,000 people there, which frankly isn't bad given what we've been through. They were hoping for 15,000. That's what the arena holds. But not everybody is like you and I. I don't think you're afraid. No. But, I mean, I got off the elevator the other day. Actually, I think it was this morning. And the guy coming on, he's like, hey, oh, hey, oh, oh. Do you know what I mean? I'm okay. What, what are we, why are you leaving your room if you're that scared? Yeah. I know, I know, and but that's where I carry it, and just to be respectful, right? So if he's doing that, then okay, I'll put mine on right away, big. Let me do that for you, right? Doesn't bother me, but I my first instinct is look at we're not we don't need to wear them. I'm I'm okay. It was my yes, but I'll keep it. Just I'll keep it in my hand, just in case. And if I notice everybody's it's good, then I'll put it in my pocket and I don't need it. I'm just tired of it. Like again, that guy. Okay, there's no mask mandate in this province. Right. I got off the elevator not wearing a mask. I wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. And the guy was literally like I was radioactive. See, I was getting offended. That's, 
Don't act like I'm a problem. Yeah, no, and don't act like either one's a problem. That's my point is just don't be disrespectful to anybody. And, you know, acting like like it's an issue because I'm not wearing it, that's kind of disrespectful. But me, you know, walking into a room and everybody's got them on and I'm not is a little bit of the same, right? But nobody needs to make a big deal about it. Just, hey, look it, be respectful. And there's no need to get upset with anybody who's doing something different than what you are. That's crazy. Uh, no, and from Nelson Hakowicz watching on uh, Facebook right now, he says, with these outbreaks in the MLB and USA basketball, does the CFL still seem crazy for sticking to their strict protocol? I don't understand. What's their option? They have to stick with their strict protocol. What are, what's he saying? They don't have a choice. Right. They don't. How do they, what are they, they're supposed to flaunt these rules and have outbreaks and then not be able to play? They're doing exactly what, the CFL isn't the, the problem. It's the, I don't know what the problem is. I'm tired of debating it, frankly. I'd rather talk about Slurpees. And that reminds me, we do have our next guest uh, connected and we'll go to him after the break. It's the esteemed Rob Vanstone from the Regina Leader Post, Post Media. Covers the CFL and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And we're going to get an update on the green and white. But RV, uh, that's what he goes by, by the way. RV, if you missed it, this is uh, what's become our impromptu poll question today. What is the best Slurpee flavor? And your options are Coke, cream, soda, the right one, Dr. Pepper, or other. And I'm a little surprised that Coke's leading. Yeah, I'm a I little am too. surprised. I am too. Seems very not on Facebook. It's, it's like a cliche. What are yeah. they saying on Facebook? Cream soda's leading with 32, and then all three others are tied at 23 percent each. Dr Pepper, Coke, and other. I'm just seeing what the viewers are saying. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says maybe society will have to segregate into maskers and no maskers. I feel like we're kind of there. Oh no, we're there. <laughs> yeah, we're there. Uh, from Nelson says there are a lot of players that want freedom for double vax players. Oh, they're like, hey, I, well, I know, right? It's not just football players. Mm-hmm. Robin Leonard went off on that, the goalie for the Vegas Golden Knights. Your third favorite player of the Golden Knights, right, Tristan? He likes the Golden Knights because of me now. But Robin Leonard says, I got two shots. Why are you making me stay in this jail of a hotel room in Las Vegas? Yeah. Just because we're telling you. Because we said so, that's why. That's kind of the answer anymore. So, anyways, we'll get Rob Vanstone's favorite Slurpee flavor. Ryan McCarthy's watching in Saratoga, New York. He says, blue raspberry is my favorite slushy flavor of all. Again, it's like pizza. They're all good. Have you ever had a bad Slurpee? No. no, they're all good. It's just the best one is Dr. Pepper. It's a hill that I'm prepared to die on. You've had a bad Slurpee? Yeah. What kind? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew? It's, it's not as crazy as it sounds. Okay. We'll be right back on a Flame Tech Slushy Friday on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24 hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey guys, the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If any athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going with the code FANSIDED20. I know I talk about it every day in the podcast, but listen, we've all done it. We've all had to groom ourselves. No clunky razors that are meant for your face. Or dare I say, you're back. Or pain in the ass extension cords. Leaning over the toilet. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 comes in a convenient size. It was specifically designed for trimming below the waist. 
Make it happen, guys. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Again, free shipping around the world and 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. All right, welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday is taking the off-ramp to crazy town once again. And for our American viewers, uh, Slurpees are what you call slushies. And we went live to Winnipeg last hour, which is the Slurpee capital. 7-Eleven's an American store. Don't they call it Slurpees in the States? Why are we bending over for the Americans? Anyways, the poll question today, the poll question now is, what's the best Slurpee favor? And the correct one is Dr. Pepper, of course. The other options are Coke, cream soda, which is lit, or other. And right now, Coke's leading. So Ricky Kazama from Baller's Rec Room in the tap writes in and says, maybe Dr. Pepper can demand a Trump-like vote recount. How about that? Let me tell you something. It's the best. It's the best Slurpee. It's the best... You don't understand. It is so far and away the best Slurpee. By the way, you guys, I sent you a photo with Tristan. Can you check Ryan's account? Because we have a live studio audience here. So when the guy that you hear shouting from the couch, it's, uh, it's Tristan. Michael Gregory watching from New Orleans says, Mesa, make slushies great again. <laughs> and Nelson says, when they have banana Slurpees on special, it's fire. Okay, let's bring in uh, the esteemed Robert Vanstone from the press box at Mosaic Stadium. How are you doing, RV? Yeah. It won't take long. It w- we're going RVing with Rob Vanstone here. Chris Bird in Toronto says, hey, I like Fresca. Mm-hmm. They make Fresca Slurpees? Mike Horrigan watching in Toronto says, Frosters at Circle K slash Max are the bomb. Yes, they absolutely are. How many of you people are going to go out and get Slurpees this afternoon? Yeah, Tristan's like, guilty as charged. Ricky, are you? Ricky the Iguana. Have we got RV fixed yet? We got him. All right, we're going RVing. Let's go to Mosaic Stadium now. The press. I still can. There, we got you. Wait, hey, RV, how are you? Good, Rod. How are you doing? Good. You, of course, have had the dramatic weight loss. You're half the man you used to be. What are you, like 100, 100 pounds you lost? What are you at? Uh, as of yesterday, it was 154.4. I weighed 154.4, and I was 262.8. So it's just like a shade under 109 pounds. So uh, only, 150, only 155 more pounds to go and I disappear and there'll be a resounding cheer. So our Slurpees on this diet? Five, uh, not one, unfortunately. Uh, Slurpees contributed to the, the, uh, the uh, circular nature of my physique as much as I loved them. Uh, I loved grape. Whenever I could find a grape Slurpee, I had to do that. Uh, a lemonade Slurpee. Oh, I mean, anything. I just absolutely loved them. And, uh, Slurpee and wine gums was a really good way to visit 7-Eleven. So just if you, if you could vote for a flavor, what would it be? For Slurpee? Yeah. Um, it has to be grape. It's, 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 it's a real coup when you can find one because it's uh, not always available. But when there's a grape day at, uh, at, at, uh, at 7-Eleven, uh, that may be uh, a day when I really weaken. How about Jen, that? Jen from the Four Seasons oh. writes in. She says, Slurpees in my house every second day, even in the winter. The Four Seasons, of course, is your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken fan club. Anyways, let's get down to business, RV. I appreciate you joining us from day seven of Saskatchewan Rough Riders training camp. And let's, for, let's you know, do a broad CFL discussion, but how are things down there in training camp? I am just loving watching this. I've usually been kind of a training camp curmudgeon. I think as I get older... Uh, it's I've kind of morphed into this. Let's just get on with the regular season. Enough of the appetizers. Let's give us the main course, that type of thing. But this year, having been deprived of any live sports to watch for the most part uh, for such a protracted period, I'm really enjoying this. I haven't missed a session yet. And uh, uh, 
the, I think the most encouraging thing out of this whole camp, and pardon me if my eyes are sort of distracted because I'm watching camp as we speak, um, has been, I think there was a lot of concern, especially after the four Achilles tendon in injuries uh, eight days ago, what's going what's gonna to happen when the camp actually begins? And for the most part, the injuries that have taken place during camp have been the type of injuries that usually take place during camp in terms of their nature and in terms of their volume. And there wasn't this uh, this catastrophic day such as uh, the Thursday leading into camp. So I think that's been the the highlight has been that uh, what we feared would be a would be a what we thought would not portend well for training camp has not materialized in terms of uh, a spate of injuries. So everybody's you know pretty everybody's pretty much healthy and. Uh, and looking as good as one can expect at this at this juncture, especially considering the protracted uh, hiatus. Uh, we've been covering you and I pro football camps for decades, and um, they've changed right from the '90s and the Cal Murphys banging heads two hours, four hours a day in two a days, right to now. Shoot, they barely wear pads at all. How's this camp changed because of COVID contact and all the rest? I really haven't noticed that much of a difference. I, I, the thing, the thing that really has changed, and uh, is that, as you mentioned, the grueling two-a-days are gone, and the, and the one-a-days aren't even that long. I mean, it starts at ten fifteen, it ends at, uh, I mean, it starts at ten thirty, ends at twelve fifteen. And Craig, Craig Dickinson is is a stickler for time. So uh, if Craig, Craig Dickinson says twelve fifteen, it's usually twelve fifteen. Uh, it's very, it's a very efficient camp. Every group's usually doing something at once. And uh, I think they're, they're, they're very cognizant of the need to get work in, but not to be overly, you know, to tax the players too much. So even though the regular season is shorter than it would ordinarily be, the training camp is longer than it would typically be. So I think they're pacing the players. They're giving them Sunday off this weekend, which I think is a wise move after going day to day to day to day to day. Uh, I just, uh, there's really no barometer to, to compare it to, but the players you would expect to look good have looked good. Uh, a few minutes ago, Cody Fajardo threw just a beautiful, floated a beautiful pass down the right sideline to Shaq Evans for a completion. And it's just like, okay, yeah, it's uh, anybody's expecting any rust, perhaps from Cody Fajardo or Shaq Evans. I don't think we're going to see it based upon that that uh, lovely completion that I just witnessed uh, against two defenders, by the way. RV, I was given this evaluation of the five quarterbacks in Rough Riders camp by somebody with the team. And I want to ask if you agree with it through six days. Number one, Cody Fajardo, in order of their play. Number one, Cody Fajardo. Number two, Isaac Harker. Number three, A, Mason Fine. Three, B, Paxton Lynch. And four, Tom Flacco. How do you feel about I've that? I've really liked what I've seen of Tom Flacco. Um, I haven't... Uh been preoccupied with every rep i've been watching the first teamers more than some of the more than some some of these things take 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 place simultaneously so if i'm apt to miss a rep it's liable to be the the younger quarterbacks as opposed to the cody Fajardo reps maybe that's a bad decision because there's no competition for your number one but i've liked what i've seen of tom flacco he's got a nice presence in the pocket he's uh when you think of the name flacco you don't think of an athletic mobile quarterback given the the uh the nature or the sedentary nature of his brother Joe but uh Tom Flacco can really move around nicely and uh I I've liked what I've seen there Paxton Lynch you can see why the physical tools that he possesses were so intriguing to the Denver Broncos he's thrown some passes that just uh, have a lot of esteem behind them so uh, uh and there's, you know, there's there's a bit of accumulated rust there that he's got to shake off but uh he's looked okay Isaac Harker you know, Craig Dickinson said the other day that he's come back a little bigger a little stronger and uh and he is so in command of everything. Uh, he's just such a student of the game. He's going to be a, uh, you know, we still don't know what type of quarterback he's going to be. He may never get that opportunity given who he's trying to, who's ahead of him on the depth chart. But we do know that he, as a coach, he's going to be immensely successful. If he decides to go that route, he'll probably make more money uh, in terms of uh, his, his vocation uh, if he were to stick with with mining and things like that, because he's got a master's degree from the Colorado School of Mines. He's just, the the, the young man is an absolute genius. So uh, he may be settling for football in terms of finance, but he's he's he just understands every nuance of the playbook, uh, probably as well as, as any writer quarterback has since Ron Lancaster or Ken Austin. So uh, he can think, he can work the game mentally. Is, is he going to be able to do it physically? And so far he looks, he looks, I look at Fine, I look at Flacco, I look at Harker, and, and in a lot of ways, there's it's not 
maybe Harker has a slight advantage on the basis of experience, but uh, in terms of their in terms of their skills, there there's really not a huge difference between any of them, or their performance for that matter. From I'm going to throw in some comments from our viewers from Randolph Zorro watching in Ontario. He said, "Is Tom Flacco related to Joe? It's his brother, right?" This is his little brother. Yeah, and, yeah. And I guess uh, the whole Flacco family is athletically inclined. Yeah. Tom Flacco is also uh, drafted uh, by the major leagues. Not to be confused with Fiacco. Ryan McCarthy <laughs> in uh, watching in New York State says, I saw Tom Flacco play for Towson in a game versus the University of Albany a few years ago, and he shredded the Albany defense. Don't sleep on him. Jeff in Calgary says, with the long layoff, no two-a-days, limited pad time, It'll be interesting to see, and no preseason, it'll be interesting to see how it goes in August. Uh, Chris Bird in Toronto, Argos fan says, fewer concussions and a spate of Achilles tears. Well, we pray that that's not the case. And uh, I guess when I asked you what, if there's been any changes in camp from years past, that is my, if, they've, if they have backed off RV with any kind of physical activity or contact for fear of those four snapped Achilles last week. Like that, I almost wonder how much they changed. But to just change my question on the fly here, what do you expect between now and the regular season and then into the regular season in terms of quality of play and the number of injuries? You know, I, I, I'm not sure that... I was expecting a lot more of those little hamstring and, and groin-type injuries that would be more uh, indicative of, of a layoff. Um, those really haven't materialized. Uh, you can look at the NFL as a bit of a, a model there in that uh, they didn't have preseason last year and, and they ended up having a very good season. And, and there, you know, there were some injuries naturally. Uh, the, I guess the difference is that the NFL players can afford to uh, have uh, trainers and, uh, and, and personal trainers and not have to work outside of football to, to feed their families during the offseason or during a pandemic, whereas the CFL players, in a lot of cases, they have to choose between working out five hours a day and working five hours a day. But... If you if you're losing using the NFL as an example, I, I I'm not sure that the preseason is going to be missed. Um, I, I think it's uh, maybe the first game or two will be kind of a feeling out process. But isn't that always the case with the CFL? Because the the preseason is so short, anyways. There's only two games. You're, the starters don't get a lot of uh, they rarely play in the first game. So I think there's always that that adjustment period. Anyway, I I, uh, I look at uh, 2019 the first few weeks of the season are kind of an illusion anyway. You look at the Ottawa Red Blacks in 2019, they started off 2-0, and and Dominique Davis shredded the Riders' secondary, and, and by the end of the year, uh, the Riders were in first place, and Ottawa was a laughingstock. So there's, the first few weeks are always a little illusory anyway. Uh, that probably won't change. RV, with your head, your lid there, uh, because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday, i got to ask you this. Let's just switch gears to the National Football League for a second. Does Aaron Rodgers wear orange by the end of this regular season, do you think? Oh, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I remember how happy I was when they signed Peyton Manning. Um, that something has to give there. It absolutely has to give in Green Bay, unless there's a real uh, making up. And I'm, I just, it's just not looking like that is going to happen. So once you, once you uh, look beyond that, where who has the cap room and who has the obvious need for a quarterback? And in both cases that adds up to the Denver Broncos. So if, uh, they, they, can, if they can accommodate that contract. They need a quarterback. There are some teams that have a lot of cap room, but they've got a quarterback. Cincinnati, for example, uh, has lots of cap room. However, they drafted Joe Burrow first overall last year. So uh, when you combine need and the ability to absorb the contract, I would think that Denver would be the front runner. Um, and uh, Aaron Rodgers, just, I just it doesn't sound to me like he's the type of guy who's just going to let it all wash over and, and show up and... And at Green Bay and let bygones be bygones. This one sounds really bitter and really personal, and, and he sounds pretty intractable. Now, I'm nowhere close to that scene, but just, just reading the way it, it goes, it, uh, the way it's looking, I, I think you're going to have to move him, and uh, Denver would seem to be the most likely destination. I say hey. with fingers, toes, and, and legs yeah. crossed. We got about two minutes. What's the buzz in the press box there on the Yankees Red Sox being canceled last night because of a COVID outbreak, including Aaron Judge? The USA men's basketball team's game tonight canceled because of a COVID outbreak in Vegas. Are we going right back to where we were last summer? What's the buzz there? Uh, that's uh, well, Murray McCormick and I are the only ones in the press box right now, and there's no buzzing. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, he, uh, I look at what's happening in California, and now they're they're enacting enacting a uh, mandatory indoor mask mandate again you look at the delta variant 
going crazy. And you just wonder, um, and hopefully this is just fear speaking and, and I'll be proven wrong, but you just wonder if there's another surge that's coming that, that may uh, be so powerful that the vaccines and everything won't be enough to neutralize it in terms of creating a situation whereby we have to, that has to be a daily going concern again. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're kind of living a life right now where we feel like things have, things have opened up, but you watch what's happening in the States and it sure doesn't take long for this, uh, this virus and its various strains to, to migrate and get out of control again. And I just hope that we haven't reopened too early and I hope we don't, we haven't let our guard down too hastily because, uh, Last time I checked, there's still people dying of it. There's still people being diagnosed with it. And it's absolutely lethal and scary. I'm not sitting not far away from C22 in the press box where Warren Woods reliably sat. And uh, every time I look over there, I think of Warren, I think of Woodsy and, and I just hope there aren't more Woodsies coming down the road. And I just wonder if, if this is a little hasty. RV, thanks for the time. Enjoy the rest of camp. I really appreciate you. Keep up the great work at the Leader Post. I'm loving the reports. Thanks so much, Rod. Love your show as always. Take care. Thank you, bud. Robert Vanstone from Post Media, columnist and coverer of the CFFL. Yeah, started a holy war. Everybody's comments on COVID, and I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> Sitting here every day, I'm over talking about it. But when we come back, we got a sports update. Moose Dupont, I think, will be here. Where'd he go, Tristan? Is Moose right there? Yeah, I think so. Do you guys have the photo of Tristan? Can we throw it up? This is our special guest in studio here today, Tristan Aremba. And there you go. See the sign? I'm a huge fan of the Rod Peterson Show. Tristan's here in the bunker, very socially distanced over there on the couch. Is that your brother, Sam? He's not your brother, is he? Yes, he is. He's your brother? Yeah. First round pick of the Seattle Thunderbirds. How about that? He's a hell of a hockey player, right, Tristan? Yeah, he's the best hockey player ever. He's the best hockey player ever, Tristan says. His, How about that? Okay, I got you. His brother, Sam, of the Seattle Thunderbirds of the Western Hockey League. You good? We'll be right back with a sports update and viewer takeover. We got to do a face-off. We got a bunch of stuff to do, Clark. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a Flame Tech Football Friday. We're going to fly through this sports update, but it's a big one. The Edmonton Stingers led from start to finish. They topped the Hamilton Honey Badgers 99-63 Thursday night in CEBL play. That's Canadian Elite Basketball League. Play at the First Ontario Centre in Hamilton, formerly Cops Coliseum. With the win, the reigning CEBL champions, the Edmonton Stingers, have completed half of their 14-game schedule and are unbeaten. Tonight, it's Guelph at Saskatchewan at 7.30 p.m. at Sastel Center. Actually, 7 p.m. I looked that up. You and I are going for supper ahead of time. That's right. People are saying, what's supper? It's what us prairie folk, it's what you call dinner. That's right. Uh, by the way, Brady writes in and says, hey, Rod, I'll be volunteering at the Rattlers game tonight as a promotional coordinator. Maybe I'll see you and Darren there. My favorite slushie is a combination of the good flavors. There's always a couple of weird and adventurous flavors that I never put in my mix. He goes on to tell a very long story about Slurpees and slushies. Hin Jin Ru will lead the Blue Jays into the second half of their season. Toronto, the Toronto Ace gets the start tonight as the Jays host the Texas Rangers in their first game following the All-Star break. Toronto went 45-42 and 42 in the first half and enter play tonight at Buffalo's Salem Field, third in the American League East. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League news and information. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars. Happy birthday, Ben Cahoon. Came up in my Facebook feed today. Nice. I believe Ben and I are the exact same age. Google it. 
RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Where was I, Moose? Oh, boy. Where were you? I know. In the other room. Just a thought on, you talked about the Jays starting the second half. Yeah. Is it, it's exactly the halfway point of the season, yep. right? I think. I think the Jays can flirt with 100 wins on the season. 45 Ooh. in the first half. I think they'll do 50 in the second half. They can get 55. They could flirt with 100 wins. And Clark would have to do the math on this. If you can do quick Google search, Clark, what was good enough for a wild card spot last year? Did 100 wins get you in? I think the Jays can push to 100 wins. Oh, That'll God, be a bit no. of a challenge. It wasn't 100 wins last year. Well, well it was a 60-game season last right, year. Right, but nor on a normal year. If you extrapolated it, you're saying. Yeah, in a normal year. They made it. So what you're saying is they've blown so many games this year that if they don't do that in the second half. They're just automatically going to be better. I'm not arguing with you. 96 wins got, got a wild card spot in 2019. Oh, yeah. They'll be right there. They'll be 95 to 100 wins. In the National League, it was 89 wins. So, okay, here's the face-off for the Ultimate Fan Zone and the Mad Greek Restaurant today. Are the Toronto Blue Jays, A, making the playoffs? Sorry, are the Toronto Blue Jays winning the pennant, claiming a wild-card berth, or missing the playoffs entirely? Well, they're going to be in the playoffs, obviously. But I'm going to say a wild card berth. That's what I'm going to say. They're not going to catch the Boston Red Sox, Darren. The Red Sox are too good. They're eight games back as they open today. Yeah. But by default, just on playing better in the second half, it's going to be a five-game swing. Five losses will turn into five wins. So they're right there. You know what? I think they're going to get the pennant. If they get to 100 wins, they'll win the pennant. Wow. How about that? Write it down. They get 200 Tristan, write it down. Somebody write it down. I think the Jays end up 95 to 100 wins. 100 would be a real... Big success. I think they can do it. The face-off is brought to you by the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw. The patio is now open for licensed dining at the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw. Visit them today. And for the ultimate fan zone, now just a click away from our man cave to your man cave, shop online today at ultimatefanzone.ca. And I would encourage you to tune into Cat Country 98 FM or Rock 98.5 FM. Because that's my commentary today about the Toronto Blue Jays. It's time for the rest of Canada to sit up and take notice. I know that all of Toronto is. And we're far more of a Blue Jays country than we are a uh, Raptors country. Getting mixed up with my Rattlers that we're going to watch tonight. But I think it's time. CFL's not playing yet, but it will soon. NFL's not playing yet. They don't kick off till September. I think now's the time that game in, game out. If you're not already following the Toronto Blue Jays, Now's the time to do it. That's right. Three All-Stars and the starting nine came from the Bluebirds the other day. Four All-Stars in all. If you include Bo the Flow. So it's exciting. Brian Eitenauer writes in. He says, you're dreaming, DuPont. <laughs> they won't even win 90 games. Well, write it down. Big talker, Betty Crocker. Darren Workman's watching in Salt Lake City, Utah. And he writes in and he says, uh, regarding our slurpy, slushy discussion, he says, depends on where you get it. At 7-Eleven, they're called Slurpees. Why am I being pigeonholed into this being a Canadian term? 7-Eleven's an American outfit. Mm -hmm. Did she call them Slurpees down there? And he goes on to say 967 new cases in Utah yesterday, 100%. We're not vaccinated. And I don't understand it. What do we find out? Four NFL teams, half their players aren't vaccinated. Four NFL teams. I'm not even going to admonish those players for not getting shots. I don't understand why you wouldn't. And if it was the difference between playing and not playing, other than it's their body. But uh, I'm not even, I'm so over it. Not only am I not a doctor, I've had doctors writing me saying, Rod, you're not a doctor, so STFU. So I am. Okay. We're coming back. <laughs> we got to talk about uh, the featured movie at Landmark Cinemas this weekend. We got to talk about the business of the week, Clark. That's all coming up in overtime. And viewer takeover with the time we have left. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24 hour sports radio for Sudsville Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. 
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Uh, and Moose DuPont is here, too. I'm just going to put this out here. I don't know. Uh, well, I think the cleaning people keep putting my Direct West water bottle under my desk. We're going to get to the Direct West business of the week in a moment. we got to take care of some business stuff here. And by the way, I was reading the Manscaped ad that is to go on our podcast, not on the live television read right now. And I think that's probably a good thing. This thing's pretty wild. I know. You saw it? Yeah, I read it. The Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild jungle. I'm cleaning it up. I know you are. Tame yourself with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. I won't go any further. You got to listen to the podcast. You got to listen to the, it's It gets racy. I'm just going to tell you, it gets racy. But I will tell you, if you use the promo code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com, you'll get 20% off and free shipping worldwide. And I'm telling you, when you use all the stuff that comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, you feel like you, you're walking out of a spa. Don't you? Oh, yeah. Every day. Oh, yeah. It's true. Um, okay, so. Movies this weekend. Movies. Where are the movies? Uh, Landmark cinemas. We got a bunch of movies that are starting this weekend, and I don't know. Are you a movie guy, Tristan? I assume you are. Uh, Space Jam. Not the one that we grew up on. The new one. Yeah. Space Jam starting tonight. Yeah. And then Escape Room, Tournament of Champions. Honestly, if I had my druthers, that would be my pick. Do you like a good horror movie? Uh, here's the thing. Why does it have to be one or the other, right? Yeah. I would go to Escape Room first, then Space Jam. Yeah. And then other movies playing at Landmark Cinemas this weekend. The Landmark Cinema near you, The Boss Baby, Family Business, and Marvel Studios' Black Widow. That would make a great poll question. Of those four, what would you go to playing at Landmark Cinemas this weekend? Space Jam, Escape Room, Boss Baby, Family Business, or Marvel Studios' Black Widow? For me, it's Escape Room. For me, it's, I'd go to Space Jam. Nostalgia there. But it's not going to be the same, right? And I want to see Black Widow, too. I'm a fan of the Marvel movies. I haven't seen Black Widow. So I do want to see that. We're going to go to them all. Yeah, we are. Is what you're saying. Yeah, of course. Uh, and, but the main reason for me going is for the hot dogs. Some of the best in town. Yeah, I know. Me too. Street meat. Uh, What else we got here? How about the MySAS 411 business of the week? How about that? We do it every week where we connect people to businesses, businesses to people in this province. That's what we do here. We look after each other in the rectangle. And this week we're talking about Fable Ice Cream. Ooh. Fable Ice Cream is in their fourth year of business in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and their owners, Jordan and Lauren Etheridge, always guarantee the freshest ingredients for their homemade ice cream. Their menu also serves a variety of coffee drinks to quench your thirst. Find them on MySask411 today. You know how this works? You download the MySask411 app. Just type in MySask411. You can search ice cream. You could search Saskatoon restaurants and Fable ice cream will come up. It's another thing for us to do tonight. We got a lot of things to do tonight in Saskatoon. Oh, yeah, we do. We're going to Fable ice cream. So we support uh, them and we appreciate their business and also Direct West, too, which was one of our first and still one of our strongest partners here at the Rod Peterson Show. Chris Bird in Toronto. Basketball game and then a late night movie. I assume there are theaters in Saskatoon. Open. That better be what you mean. Jeff in the zone says, great show, Rod and Darren. Best sports show and topics. Jeff, the Stamps fan, have you guys seen Raiders of the Lost Ark yet? Yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah. Is there a new one out? I don't know. I wouldn't even know. If there is, it's over my head. It's one of my favorite attractions at uh, Disneyland. 
They must still have it. They had it the last time I was there. Uh, EGA watching on YouTube says Los Angeles is back to full mask wear. I hope that the last two hours have been an escape from the real world for you, but I can dang sure tell you it has been for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's all that really matters here yeah. in the bunker. Like, the Slurpee discussion overtook what was our initial poll question. Are you taking a mask everywhere? My God. <laughs> I know. how that just... We can't be going back, can we? We can't be. They are in L.A., but uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I think we'll be okay. Ryan in New York says, we've been talking football and slushies. It's a great Friday. How about that? The American version of um, Slurpees. Can we just say Slurpees? Yeah. It's a Canadian show for now. Uh, Coming up next week, NHL draft prospect Ganon LaRocque of the Victoria Royals. Dustin Mikush and Matt Dunstone with a big curling announcement. Craig Button with an NHL draft preview. Well, I really appreciate Craig dropping in because it'd be one of the busiest weeks of the year for him. Oh, yeah. The RP show, sorry, the TSN director of scouting. Ours is Craig Smith. Craig's list. We're going to get Smitty on some NFL predictions, eh? We will. Craig's list. Oh, yeah. Craig Smith. <laughs> Moose, we got a big weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this going to show up? I don't know. What do you got? Oh, it's green. Kind of shows the up. The Saskatchewan Rattler Rattlers. I got to get my gear. I might buy some tonight at the Saskatchewan. It'd Sass be bad to be wearing it and not show it off at least yeah. once. Tonight, we'll see it in uh, Sastel Center. Get your tickets for the Rattlers and the Nighthawks. Tomorrow, I'll see you in Estevan at Estevan Motor Speedway. Yeah, for us, summer's here. Oh, We're yeah. back. See you Monday. I never told you to shut up. <laughs> well, a couple times. Oh, yeah. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.